Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Rick's Legacy by Claire Miscellus. The bad news about Mr. Callan upset Rick. Is, is he really dying? He asked his mother, his dark eyes sadly saying he already knew the answer. His mother nodded. Let's do what we can to help him, she said quietly. Yeah. Rick's brown head lowered. He liked Mr. Callan. The man was a good neighbor, and a rich one. Mom, he said suddenly, what's going to happen to Mr. Callan's money when he, he dies? Money? Her gaze met Rick's brown eyes, and he flushed. He hadn't meant it the way it sounded. You can take in Mr. Callan's newspaper every day, his mother changed the subject. He nodded in silence, glad no more was said about the money. But the money wasn't forgotten. He thought about it more and more, especially when he cleared Mr. Callan's yard of litter. He knew Mr. Callan didn't have a family, so he wondered who would get the money. Dreams drifted to his head. What if he would be thanked for doing things, thanked with money? Sudden guilt scattered the dream and his face turned red. Mike, one of his friends, made things worse. He came by and watched Rick work, a sly grin on his face. Do you think you'll get a fortune? he teased. Rick glared and muttered, I'm not doing it for money. But his anger wasn't really for Mike, and he knew it. It was for himself. Honest thoughts told him that Mike had spoken truth. He did think about the money a lot, and he even made plans about what he would do with it. Oh, Lord, Rick whispered. I really like Mr. Callan. I, I don't want him to die. The next morning, Rick took the newspaper to Mr. Callan. He found the man holding his hip and hobbling to the kitchen table that was empty, and the guilt he had felt came back. Mr. Callan was in need. How could he have thought of money? I can fry good eggs, Rick said. Mr. Callan weakly nodded and turned toward the refrigerator. Rick found eggs and a frying pan and soon set breakfast on the table. He watched the man eat and wished there was more he could do. There was. I have many good books, Mr. Callan said. Would you read to me, Rick? Rick almost shook his head. He was a poor reader, but he couldn't say no. Mr. Callan wanted it so much. So every day after school, Rick became a reader. He stumbled on words, but with practice he got better, and his school grades went up. Books became a kind of magic carpet that took him and Mr. Callan to faraway lands and places. There was a lot to talk about, too. And all the time, Rick never once thought about the money. Then a month later, his mother silently stopped him from going next door, and his eyes turned damp. For days he was sad and quiet. Then his mother took him aside, sat him down, and really surprised him. About Mr. Callan's money, she said. He left it to his Uncle Sam. Rick's sad face took on sudden interest. I didn't know Mr. Callan had an uncle, he cried. He did. His mother's lips curved gently. He is your Uncle Sam, too. The United States government. Mr. Callan left these words in his will. God bless America. My country graced by God to give every man liberty, freedom, and opportunity. Rick's head went up and down numbly. You were left a legacy, too, his mother said softly. Rick didn't understand. His mother smiled. Mr. Callan's fine books. Rick couldn't talk. Only his hammering heart remembered the happy hours, the good friendship he and Mr. Callan had shared. He began to smile. He would learn from those books, 
and that would be worth a lot more than money. The story you have heard today is from Guide's Greatest Stories, written by various authors and compiled by Randy Fischel, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.